Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Our next guests are the co-hosts of the very popular radio program entitled The Big Show. The Big Show. This is The Big Show. They call me Hollywood. Here come The Big Show. Big Show. Ladies and gentlemen, The Big Show. It's a big show. Is everybody ready? Monday, Monday. Just another manic Monday. Let's get rolling. This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. The Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Happy Monday to everybody out there. Jake Scott with you live from our Carrier Zone studios here at Vivint Arena. Austin Horton producing today across the glass from me and safely social distancing from Casa de Monson, the one, the only Gordon Monson. Gordon, hello. Hello, Jake. How are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. Had a riding high after a good weekend, uh, but, uh, you know, the sports world isn't the most positive thing around these days, so I, I'm a little torn. I uh, I feel pretty good because I just finished off a uh, homemade milkshake I made, I made myself. Wait a minute. Okay. <laughs> let's let's dissect this for a second. Yeah. Did you churn the ice cream yourself, or are we talking about just putting a couple of scoops and, and yeah. some milk into a okay. blender? Okay. This is what I did, and it's very, it's very primary. I, I, I get that. It's uh, rudimentary. But what I did is I got some uh, because I because you don't get a physique like mine by just eating whatever you want. Okay. Right? Well, maybe you do, but I put some uh, ice cream, vanilla ice cream, no sugar added. You know, in a in a glass, a large glass, and I uh, poured some orange juice in there, and then I stirred it up real good. So and it's, it makes kind of like an orange Julius kind of thing. Kind kind of a little thicker than that, but it, it is delectable. Oh, good! I mean, it's really good, and I did it myself. So I didn't want to hear any crap from you guys. Well, you know. well, don't eat it while we're doing the show. Well, I just got a little bit left here, so. Uh, can't wait if to you hear did. your nacho recipe. Uh, yeah, right. We have Weber cooks over <laughs> I made here. Nachos. I made nachos over the weekend. Oh, you no, know, no, you guys no, that on cats. That's, that's not an excuse to tell your nacho story. <laughs> okay. That's, no, that's well, not the I mean, door opening a, there. No, I know, but sometimes you make, you guys make me out on the radio to be somewhat hapless. You know? Hello, Wildcats. Okay. <laughs> You can still be hapless and be able to pour <laughs> orange juice over vanilla ice cream. Yeah, but I stir it up. You stir it up just right. So you didn't even use the blender then? No, but we have a blender, but I didn't use it because I, I have this down to an art form. You've, so you've, you've done what I've done with ironing. You've you've <laughs> cut out the blender uh, when it comes to making milkshakes. So I don't think that I don't know if that technically qualifies as a milkshake. Uh-huh. Okay. And but, there was no but milk, really. Yeah. But it, yeah, and there's no milk. That's true. Um, but no, it's it sounds it it sounds good. Sure, it, it's really good. Uh, and that's why I was celebrating it because it tastes so good. Yeah, oh, that's so. Uh, How about the humble brag? We have a blender. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. 
Who doesn't? <laughs> well, I know. I'm not. That's why it's not a brand. We have Amazon Prime. It's like it's like saying I have socks. Okay, but well, yeah, but but the, I, I would bring that up in the context of why aren't you? You're asking me why aren't you wearing socks? Well, we're well, I have socks, but I'm not using. Them. We're very very impressed that you're capable of pouring orange juice on ice cream. Boy, it's good though, Jake. I mean, it sounds simple, but it's good. I, I really I, like I hear it. you. All right. Good times. Anyway, yeah, I had a good weekend. Hope good. you did too. Although you didn't have a very good weekend when it comes to picking. Uh, no, NFL and do we need to talk about that really right now? Yeah. Is that how we need to start? <laughs> yeah, I know. Because, how do the Colts lose? How do the Colts lose to the Jaguars? <laughs> Come on, the NFL is so dumb. This is why I don't know if if people can make money betting on the NFL, then good on you. Because I mean, who would have seen that coming? I didn't see it coming, to be quite, quite honest. <laughs> no one did, because the Jags are purposely losing games. But somehow, find a way to, to beat Indianapolis to uh, uh, eliminate me from our survivor pool in week one. <laughs> You're off to a rip-roaring start I there, already, I already owe incriminating audio, so that's terrific. And and by the way, we're doing kind of a, a survivor pool with three people so that it doesn't make a ton of sense. So when everybody's out, we'll start over. <laughs> because if week one's any indication, this isn't going to last very long. Well, uh, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, Austin and I are in good shape, right? Okay, so you guys over Undefeated, the, baby. Yeah, Gordon, you picked the Bills to beat the Jets. Yes, I And did. Austin picked the Ravens over the Browns. Uh, the Ravens over the Browns is looking like a like a smart pick. The Browns. They're, Whoever they're, gonna, they're playing this week is my pick yeah, as well. They're, they're going to stink again <laughs> somehow. Even when the, the franchise invests in the Browns to bring in some players, they still manage to stink. Uh, so that was that was a good good pick on your front and, and Gordon. Yeah, the the Jets are are just dreadful. Uh, so going with the Bills is, was was probably a good look. They beat the Jets twenty seven seventeen. You know, I know Jake that you take great uh, sort of pleasure in the misery of your friends when it comes to them rooting for their teams. So I know that whenever the Jets are playing, that you are thinking fondly. Oh, my, our oh, boy Kevin Graham. Graham. Oh, yeah, and he was already at it on Twitter uh, over the weekend. <laughs> but, uh, hey, Gordon, uh, picture, uh, harken back to your weekend for a second. Like, remember how you felt when the Colts lost? That that little bit of joy? That's what I feel when I cheer against my friend's team. But here's That's, the thing. That is the sensation right there because I know you were pleased. But, but, I know but, you yeah, were but, excited about it. That's oh, that's what I'm talking about, but right here's there. The thing. Only, only because the way your attitude. See, I, exactly. I always, exactly. I always root. I always root. One of my best friends growing up was a huge Pittsburgh Pit, uh, Pirates fan, and in 1979, when they won the won the World Series, I celebrated right alongside him, even though it wasn't my team. But you're not like that. And so... No, I'm not a bandwagoner. Exactly right. A bandwagoner? I know. I was supporting him. And you're I was jumping on a him. championship train, man. I got it. I got it. That's <laughs> oh, you do you. Listen to you Mr. Expo fan over there. You. Uh, I've been here all along, brother. Yeah. Been an Expo fan going no, back to my, my youth. Po- my point is I wasn't jumping on a bandwagon. I was happy that my friend's favorite team won. And you never are. You always root against them. And so when 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 you have bad things come your way in this regard, it, 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 it's just it's kind of fitting. 
That's fine. And I'm fine with that. I'm just telling you that you're guilty of it as well. And that's fine. Not usually. That's Not usually. fine. You Not know, you, you keep yourself in the ivory tower. It's all right. No, I'm I'm happy when Austin's teams, when the Titans win. I'm happy for them. No, you're not. I, you I owed incriminating audio when that happened. You did. Well, yeah, but that's because I thought they were going to lose, not because I thought I was rooting against them. And But real, anyway. Real quick, because uh, I don't know. We're really busy today, so I don't know how much time exactly we're going to be able to, uh, to, to uh, talk about NFL. So real quick, how terrible is Tom Brady? What a terrible! <laughs> what a terrible football player. That, come on, Been waiting a long like, time to say that. Don't don't say it like that. He he, he had an unfortunate day. Uh huh. Yeah, he's terrible. Washed up. <laughs> terrible. Washed it's up. over. It's over for your boy Tommy. <laughs> oh man, I'm, I'm not. You know, I don't have. I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan, but I don't have anything against him the way you do. Maybe they can sign Roger Staubach instead and win some football games. <laughs> All right, <laughs> whatever. There yeah, NFL, ga- NFL games were played. Uh, we got a chance to to watch some pro football, and uh, it was uh, it was uh, it was interesting. All right, here's what's coming up on the show today. We'll get to the split story momentarily. Josh Newman of the Salt Lake Tribune he covers the Utes. He will join us at three. Chris Mannix, our friend from Sports Illustrated, joins us to talk NBA at four. And then our good friend Patrick W. Kinahan. We'll be uh, on the show coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Patrick W.? Uh, yeah, uh, Wadsworth, I believe, is, <laughs> is his middle name. Not a, not a lot of people know that. Oh, yeah. I thought he it was Whittingham. It. Is it Whittingham? No, I, I, I thought it was Wadsworth. Oh. His, oh. Uh, you know. Anyway. PK, very mysterious person. Uh, he will be on the show today to talk mainly about uh, BYU Army coming up uh, at 5 o'clock. In fact, let's dive into that. Gordon, I know you have a column up at sltrib.com. Kalani Satake made comments about uh, BYU postponing their matchup with Army. Let's get into it. Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Well, I don't know anything about all that stuff except for educating my players to be smart and to, uh, you know, do their part. As a, We all have a responsibility individually here on our football team. You know, there's 123 guys on our football roster, and that including with the coaches, staff, and, and support staff. I think it's really important for us to, to be mindful of others. And uh, I think what's, what's really dangerous about the, the virus is that all the uh, – the majority of the tests that we've had um, that are positive are asymptomatic. That, that, that's a dangerous thing out there. When, when, when in the past, I mean, I don't know, it seemed like if you had symptoms, you go get tested. Now you can test positive and not know. But I think uh, what BYU is doing is, is great. We, we test three times a week. And when you test it and you get these positives, you have to, you have to respond accordingly. And uh, I, like I said, I, I've been really confident in the way our program has handled this and um, looking forward to our players being smart. They want to play football. This is the key. This is the deal. So, I can't believe BYU is throwing parties. Where, where were they when I was when I was a student? You know, I like to dance. <laughs> that was Kalani Satake from his uh, his press conference earlier today. The BYU Army game has been postponed. We don't know if and when it will be played, but it will not be this upcoming Saturday. Gordon, I know you have a column up uh, about it at sltrib.com and uh, a strong opinion, so why don't you lead us off and I can kind of react from there. 
Well, first of all, is I've uh, I did some digging and had sources who t- that told me because has anyone from BYU said how many have they admitted that yet? Your uh, let's see, your paper reported. Let's see here, quote a small number, unquote. Yeah, that was what BYU released, I believe. Uh, I was told by and it's it's kind of interesting because I got uh, numbers that were a little different from each source. But the one that I thought was really most credible and someone who I trust uh, told me that 11 players tested positive and uh, that they retested some of those players and that uh, a, a, a number of them uh, were negative on the second try. Uh, but that uh, some 22 or thereabout players were quarantined because of exposure of one kind or another. And that's what I was told from somebody who would know. So, you know, I've seen other reports of people saying other numbers and BYU is being real cryptic about it. So it's it's uh, but I don't doubt that BYU is trying as uh, you know, trying to keep this thing under control as best that BYU can do. It's just that, like Kalani said there, for those that are asymptomatic, they don't know they have it. They, you know, talk to somebody or not wearing a mask or whatever else. And next thing you know, somebody else has it. And then somebody else might react in a more negative way. And so it just, it, it grows. And I'm not saying anything here. People don't know. Everyone's aware of this at this point in time. And BYU is trying to play football. And uh, the only, only uh, you know, major college team in the state that's doing that. And they're, they're doing what they can to control what is really, on some level, the uncontrollable. Um, Kalani had this this quote, Gordon, and this is the angle that I'm kind of taking on it. Um, He said, quote, uh, postponing the Army game, quote, was the responsible thing to do, and that's why we did it, unquote. I know it's, uh, you know, it's a bummer that this happened. It's not entirely unexpected, but I think it's worth noting that BYU is doing the right thing. At, at cost to them personal well personally cost to them as a as a program in a university they had this situation come up you heard Kalani allude to it this is the reason that they test three times a week it's unfortunate that uh, that uh, this happened right before the army game but they they did the right thing they told people about it they were upfront about it and uh, they postponed the game and uh, elsewhere in his press conference Kalani said that they talked to he couldn't even tell you how many different parties that they talked to in this whole process. And this was, you know, the, the decision to postpone the game is the one that, uh, that the most reached. And that's the way that they're going to go. So um, I, I think it's unfortunate. And I'm bummed that we're not going to be watching football this weekend. I'm glad they're not scrapping it all and just uh, calling it a day. I, and I think that BYU did the right thing by being up well, front. And, and if this was the outcome, then that's a bummer. But, you know, this is, this is reacting to the situation as opposed to hiding from it. And I think that's the wise thing to do. Well, they don't have a choice to hide from it. They, they had no choice but to get out of that game. If they had gone ahead and played and kept that secret and not told Army about it, and they had players who had been exposed, and they went out on the field anyway, oh, man, that would have blown up, potentially could have blown up big time in their faces. They can't do that. And so I'm not handing out any bonus points on, a, on account of that. I don't think that was any kind of real indication of valor on BYU's part. 
they had to. And I don't know the exact uh, back and forth between BYU and Army, but I'm sure that Army, based on what I've seen, they didn't want to play a team that had been partially exposed to uh, COVID-19. So there really wasn't much of a choice. They had to do what they did. Okay, I I think it's good that they're doing what they're doing. I mean, we can well, we mean, can talk more, about motives and what they had to do and not had to do, and uh, we get caught up in those semantics. But this is this is this this is the right thing. Right. And this uh, is the this but, is the but point. Who's, of, saying, who's saying it's not the right thing? Um, I, I well, I don't know. I'm talking about the situation as it's in, unfolding in front of us. I don't know who's saying what, but I think this is the. The correct course of action. BYU's it's, handling it the right way. I don't, I'm not handing out kudos or blame or one way or another. I'm saying that they had a situation where they've had a, a I, the outbreak is such a, a dramatic term, but they've had multiple cases. They've informed those who need to be informed. They've they've listened to the decision makers. They've decided that it it needs to be postponed. And I my opinion here, I think that's the correct conclusion. So I I I guess I'm not really understanding your question well what question do you not understand you said who uh, is is saying it's a bad thing i don't know that's not what i was trying to illustrate well you were giving okay whatever it, it doesn't really matter but this is the point is that this was bound to happen it's going to happen again and it's going to happen in places other than byu i agree i you agree know? with that yeah this is something that, that's going to happen probably again and again and again and, uh, you know, teams are trying to play. Some teams are trying to play. And, uh, but, but this is just part of trying to play a football game in the midst of a pandemic. And it's, uh, it, it is what it is. I mean, people are trying to play a game when, uh, when people are being afflicted with this, uh, with this pandemic, this virus. And it's, uh, it's complicated. It's, it's, it is complicated, and this game, you're right, the game should not be played. Uh, when you got 22 players who are quarantined, uh, that's, that's a bit of an issue. And uh, we'll see what happens with other teams around the country. We'll see what happens with other teams around the country as it pertains to government officials. Who I, I think this is going to get complicated from that standpoint, Jake. Uh, I, I think you're going to see times when government officials are going to step in and uh, at least in some cases, and say, kind of like the complications that we've seen in California and other states where teams won't even be able to practice. And when you look at the numbers in Utah right now, where, where, who's, where are the numbers the biggest? They're in Utah County, right? All around BYU. And then you have pictures of people, BYU students, without masks uh, in group settings, and you just... I'm not sure the message has completely gotten out there, and people are following uh, the the uh, you know the regulations, if that's what you want to call them, that they should in order to get this thing conquered. One more thing, uh, somewhat related to that, is as uh, we'll get into what happened with uh, Jazz and Coach Quinn Snyder over the weekend coming up uh, right around the corner. Um, but, you know, I, I liked Coach's answers today when he was pressed with some tough questions that he said, listen, I'm just trying to manage my football team. And I've got 120, what do you say, Austin, 128 people that I have to, you know, look out for during this uh, this time. And that's where his, his energy is focused. And that's where it should be. I, I, Tom Homo needs to make himself available here. Kalani yeah. was fielding a bunch of questions that 
aren't for Kalani. And I, I felt I, I genuinely felt bad for him today, and I thought he handled his press conference so well. So well. But I, I think this is something where you'd want to hear from the athletic director on a lot of this and about what's going on. And yeah, we, I agree And that, that voice has been absent. And I, I, I feel bad for, for Kalani that he has to be the face of BYU in this issue because he shouldn't have to be. Yeah, I agree with that. And you're right. He's a football coach, you know. And, uh, yeah, th- these are decisions that are beyond him. And so it's it's tough because he's trying to run a football program, which means that he's available to the media because football coaches are available to the media. And he has to go, well, wow, thanks for that really difficult question that uh, I had nothing to do with <laughs> the, the decision. I really appreciate that. Uh, now, how to, as opposed to answer it nicely without telling you, that has nothing to do with me. Uh, I thought he, I thought he did a remarkable job. Why people ask him the questions? Because, like you said, the other folks are not available, and so people are looking for answers. And uh, Kalani is, like you said, thrown to the wolves. And meanwhile, you know, Mark Harlan has has been. I don't want to say all over the place because that would be exaggerating, and I don't mean to do that. But he he's available certainly a lot more than Tom Homo has has been. So and and he's going through the whole Pac-12 shut it down with, you know, overnight just closed it up. So, yeah. you know, he's dealing with a, a difficult situation uh, too. So, I I felt bad for Kalani today that he had to be on the on the on the front lines of this whole thing because that's not his job. From a standpoint of just football, if we can separate it from the bigger issues of the day. Um, it's really too bad because that would have been fun to see BYU and Army be able to play safely, wouldn't it? I mean, totally two, agree. Too, too two bad. teams that are ranked now, and uh, BYU doesn't have that many opportunities to show. And I don't know how good Army is, really. I mean, it's, <laughs> but uh, you're sort of dealing with what you can deal with if you're BYU. They had Louisiana Tech today, um, but they don't have that many opportunities, even if everyone is healthy and they can play safely to really prove that they're as good as they looked against Navy. And now with that Army game erased, and who knows, uh, they say it's postponed. Uh, Are they going to be able to fit that in somewhere down the line? I I don't know. I hope they play it. I I I kind of doubt it. But uh, if they do, then, then, then good for BYU to have another opponent that isn't you know, Bo Diddley Tech. Real, real, t- real quick. Why do you doubt it? Uh, Kalani even threw out a couple of dates. Uh, what did he say? Yeah. November something, middle of November, and then December fifth was the other one he threw out there. When's the uh, When's the Army Navy game? I'm not sure. I don't have that up. Yeah, I, I don't know if they would want to play BYU the the week before the Army Navy game. December twelfth is the yeah. Army Navy game. So yeah, so I don't. Uh, you know, who knows? I mean, I guess anything is possible, but uh, it gets complicated. So maybe they'll be able to fit it in, maybe not. Well, we've talked about it for a long time, Gordon. I, I think flexibility is kind of the name of the game during this, well, this situation. When, so Yeah, Army's out there looking for an opponent to play on Saturday. Yeah, right. I mean, this is unheard of. I've I've never seen anything like this. But, you know, teams usually are so inflexible. Programs are so inflexible. And now all of a sudden they're saying, hey, we're uh, looking for a date for Saturday night. Anybody, anybody want to meet up with us? It's uh, it's like a lot of things this year. It's never been seen before. 
Coming up next, we'll talk about uh, the Utah Jazz, some reporting over the weekend about Quinn Snyder. We'll get into that a little bit, but stay tuned. Busy day, of course. Josh Newman will be with us at 3, Chris Maddox at 4, PK at 5. Also, there are a couple other uh, cuts from Kalani's press conference uh, we need to get to today, Gordon, because he had he had a lot to say. He was, he was on for about 20 minutes, and I thought almost all 20 minutes were very good, including Jake Hatch uh, being unable to unmute himself, which I, which I found <laughs> funny. All right, we'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. Big Show, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So put your hands together and please welcome. This is Utah's best sports radio. You're listening to The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding you forward on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Band of the Day today, Boys to Men, selected by Austin and brought to you by Live Nation Concerts. Buy concert tickets and get the latest tour news and artist insight at LiveNation.com. Any particular insight? Let's, let's represent this fairly here. What? I did not just select Boys to Men. Well, you kind of You did. wanted uh, a Something lot of else. things I'm not going to name. <laughs> well, I was making jokes. And then you said. Then you said "Men at Work." I, I did went say to the Men archives, at work. and rightfully so. There's only two songs that they ever wrote that anyone should ever hear. And uh, then you made the leap to "Boys to Men." Not yeah, a but leap. you, it was you there selected next to it. it. "Men at Work," "Boys to Men" are right next to each other in the library. <laughs> is there ever a and bad it was day? Twenty-eight seconds left in the break. Is there ever a bad day to have "Boys to Men"? I think it's eh. a good selection. Uh, You're not a fan of "Boys to Men." Eh. It was eh. just when I grew up. I always like Boys it's, to Men. It's uh, it's like New Kids on the Block. It's like NSYNC. It's like Backstreet Boys. There's some nostalgia there. Yeah, yeah, sure. But they're not great. They're very talented musicians, and you can't say that about uh, the other groups, uh, or at least some of the other groups you mentioned. Some of, some of even in the other groups. Well, yeah. no, like I mean, you look at NSYNC for example, and I think Justin Timberlake, immensely talented guy. Uh, who was the old one? That guy? I don't know. The old guy. The old guy in NSYNC? The guy who was like 15 years oh, older uh, than Joey the rest Fat of the one? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The, that guy doesn't scream to me as extraordinarily talented. Anyway, boys to men. I like it, Austin. Don't don't be defensive. It's okay. My house alarm's going off. Really? Are we? Are we <laughs> is, it, is there a, a burglary happening right now? Can you yell at somebody through your, your security system? Is, is that right what now, you're doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, hey, Gordon. Uh, Gordon is with us. Um, there was a report by Andy Larson in the Salt Lake Tribune over the weekend talking about uh, jazz head coach Quinn Snyder, who donated twice uh, $500 at two different occasions, what well, one in May and one in early June, to Burgess Owens, who's a Republican running for uh, Congress in Utah District 4, running against Ben McAdams. And uh, the uh, Andy reported it. Um, in, and uh, let's get Gail's comments first because she was on the station today, and this will be a good way to start this discussion, hearing from uh, the owner of the Jazz, Gail Miller. But she was on with DJ and PK this morning, and we're going to play just a couple minutes of that, but I, I'm very eager to get your take on this as well, Gordon. But here, here is uh, Gail Miller from this morning. 
So before we go, um, Gail, you've brought up a couple interesting points here. One you referenced earlier, you know, coming out of the pandemic, there'll be a, a new normal and, we, you know, we're going to have to adjust and move forward. And I think one thing that's changed, and I know we're coming up on a presidential election and there are people who think when we get on the other side of it, maybe things won't be quite as charged as they are now. Um, I kind of doubt that. I think things are going to stay charged for a while, but, you know, I guess we'll all know in a few months whether that's true or not. But you're in such a public role You've got the team. Obviously, the whole NBA is becoming um, uh, much more outspoken about social justice issues. And, I mean, we've just seen it as recently as this weekend. Even when you're not playing, there's a story in the Tribune about Quinn Snyder and, and who he's donated to. In a politically charged atmosphere, and you've got this team that's very public, how do you go forward in this community making sure the community and the team, which have been bonded for so long, so deeply, remain that bonded? How do you react when there's a story in the paper like that or when the players are saying something and you know it's upsetting a portion of your fan base and the sponsors? Well, it's a very difficult place to be because we don't want to offend anyone. We feel like we are the community's team and we would like to be able to everyone feel good about us and about our mission, vision, and values, which have not changed and will not change. We believe in the freedom and free enterprise. We believe in the right of free expression. We believe in patriotism. We believe in uh, this is the greatest place in the world to live. And so I just would ask people to search their soul and decide for themselves what their beliefs are, and I think all we can do is allow each other to have the right to freely express. It's guaranteed in the Constitution, and we have to be able to uh, look on the side of doing the right thing. Now, I can't be the censor for the community. People say, well, how do you let your players do what they're doing? Uh, It's a very interesting place to be. And I I really don't want to go any farther than that, except to say that uh, I believe in freedom of speech. I also love the flag. I love the country. I believe in respect for all people. And I understand that the black community has been suppressed for hundreds of years. And I do think right now the, the momentum has changed to where they have an opportunity to do something better that we can do better as a country in making sure that everyone has an equal opportunity. Um, you know, I, I know that people have been offended, and I'm sorry for that. I just feel like um, each one of us has to determine for ourselves what we stand for and where we're going and what we will support. I allow all people the right to do that. I don't want to censor anyone. So we stand for... Uh, what we stand for, and those values have not changed, will not So thank you for asking the question, and I, I do hope that people will understand that we all are human beings. That was Gail Miller from this morning with DJ and PK. Uh, she was, uh, it was her annual golf tournament uh, today, and uh, she jumped on the show. And um, I think Gail's voice has been terrific and appropriate over the last few months. And I thought that's maybe where we should start the discussion today about the report in the Tribune over the weekend.
Well, would you expect anything different? I mean, Gail no. usually hits the nail right on the head. And uh, I absolutely agree with her that people should be able to express themselves and, and, and do what they want to do uh, based on what their own conscience and their own mind tells them. And, uh, yeah, I thought she articulated that plainly and clearly. What did you think about the report over the weekend, Gordon? If, if you have an opinion at all, am I, I mean, I'm kind of battling with this thing, Gordon, because I really don't care who Quinn Snyder is donating to. That that doesn't really have a lot of consequence yeah. to me when it comes to, you know, the sporting realm, realm in which Coach Snyder and I interact. Like, is he a good basketball coach or not? I don't, you know, a lot of people have a lot of different reasons for selecting candidates they support unless they're a true one issue, one issue voter, but I, you know, I don't, I don't know, Gordon. If, am I wrong that, God, I just don't care. No, I think uh, I, I kind of agree with you in that regard. Now, I can guess uh, if you want if you want to filter it through my opinion. I think that uh, Quinn uh, believes what he says when he stands up for his players and Black Lives Matter. I think that's very important to him. He wants to, uh, people to uh, to be able to uh, exercise their rights and equality in our country, and uh, I, I, that's I, I know that for a fact. Uh, I know that for a fact. So the fact that he gave you know, five hundred bucks here, five hundred bucks there for something, this is where I'm going to guess. But I would guess that he was probably donating to. Uh, what he thought was a person who was trying to do some good with uh, young people, you know, in our community. Uh, that that would be my guess. Uh, but I do not. A couple things that I'm I'm absolutely sure of. Quinn Snyder is not a hypocrite. He's nobody's fool. He, you know, I I I, I think he uh, means what he says when he when he stands up for his players and for equal rights and for social justice. And uh, he, uh, I would guess that he probably wanted to help uh, what he thought was a good cause. Yeah, and, and is well within his rights as an American to do so. So, I mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean that you so have to donate that to that campaign con- or that anybody contradictory, else. Yeah, if that sounds contradictory, I don't think it is because – uh, there, there was a there was a charitable cause involved, and uh, just I'm guessing here, but uh, if I know Quinn right, he cares about the community, he cares about kids, he cares about uh, Black Lives Mattering, he cares about uh, social justice, he cares about all those things, and I've talked with him about all of those things, and so I know where his heart is, and uh, so uh, people can can draw whatever conclusions they want out of my opinion, but that's it. Um, yeah, I, it's, it's a complicated issue. It's a complicated world. We, we live in these days, Gordon, but yeah, I mean, if you look at his takes, well, on, thing, it, wait, 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 if you look at his takes talking about uh, black lives matter in a situation on the zoom calls, when he would bring it up unprompted by questions, they were well-researched situations from history. I mean, he obviously put in a lot of thought to it and, and given yeah. it a lot of consideration. So I, 
I don't know. It's not, by the way, it's not his job or responsibility as a citizen to justify his actions one way or another. He'd break the law. Exactly. And so yeah, I, exactly. I, that's why I'm saying is, is how big of a story is this real, uh, really? I mean, I, I don't want to, you know, the, the, the editors over there at the Salt Lake Tribune um, do a fine job. I, I subscribe on the weekends. You know, I, I support what they're doing over there. But I, I don't know how much of a story this was to me. I don't. I that that wasn't left to me to make that judgment call, but somebody thought it was a story, and so they went with it. And uh, but I, I think the bigger issue is in in our country right now. Uh, there are all kinds of opinions coming from different directions, and there should be room for everyone, unless it's hate filled. I mean, if it's hate filled, then I, I mean I don't have a whole lot. Even then, I guess under the Constitution. People uh, can say what they say what they want, and uh, I guess people can do that anyway. It's not uh, a matter of uh, rights. Uh, the, the, the rights for freedom of speech, that has more to do with the government's uh, restriction on trying to suppress what people are saying. But uh, people can say whatever they want, and then they, they face the consequences. Um, it, but but I think people should be allowed to have opinions, even if even if I personally disagree with them. You know, I can't I can't champion. Uh, you know, you're right on. Express your opinion. Say what you really think. Oh wait, unless you would disagree with me, and then no, keep it suppressed. Mm. Shut up. You know, that, that's just that's not the way the country is, and that's not the way it should be. Agreed. Unless you wanted to live in some sort of dictatorial situation. Where uh, you know you'd be punished for speaking out. Yeah, here, here, I agree. All right, we have uh, some breaking Pac-12 news. We'll get to that coming up right around the corner. So stay tuned. Uh, we've got our friend Josh Newman from the Salt Lake Tribune. Speaking of them, joining us at the top three o'clock hour, Chris Mannix at four, PK at five. Want to remind you about our friends at Zero Res Carpet Cleaning. They've been proven in lab tests to remove more dirt and soils than the other methods. They're powered water cleaning. Means no soap, no shampoos, and no toxic chemicals. Schedule your zero res cleaning today. More of the big show next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We've got some uh, breaking Pac 12 news for you, but first we want to remind you about our friends at the store. Another summer is gone, and you think that uh, yet again you are the best barbecue guy on the block. Are you? You can be one of two contestants to prove it this Friday, the 18th, at Ace Hardware on 6200 South and Highland Drive. Tweet us now and tell us why you should be there taking on the Zone host, Scotty Enhance, for the inaugural Zone Barbecue Championship Brought to you by Ace Hardware, The Store, Traeger Grills, and, of course, The Zone Sports Network. Contestants uh, will be drawn on Thursday the 17th during Scotty Enhance. Enter now. You could be there with them uh, coming up on Friday. Here's your breaking Pac-12 news, Gordon, and uh, it's timely because we've got Josh Newman of the Trib coming up next who covers the Utes. Uh, But this is uh, Heather Dinich from ESPN.com. 
the Pac-12's most aggressive return plan is currently targeting mid to late November, according to a source familiar with the league's discussions. And then she talks about earlier this month, uh, Pac-12 announcing a partnership with Quidel Corporation to manufacture of FDA-approved rapid tests that will allow the league to test student-athletes daily for the coronavirus. So mid to late November there, Gordo. Wow. That, uh, they, they, obviously, they're going to have to get clearance from government officials. They're going to have to bribe Gavin Newsom. Are, are, yeah. It's, uh, teams can't even practice in some of those places, right? Yeah, I think California and Oregon, uh, to be to be specific. But I mean, California's got NFL teams that are working around the law somehow. You think they could figure it out, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. mean, last I checked, the Niners played over the weekend. Between uh, between that, the COVID thing, and the air quality thing, and the fires, holy cow, it's pretty crazy right now. Well, November's a ways out, mm-hmm. so yeah. I mean, they're giving themselves time to ramp up to it. I, you know, I get back to that. I hope they give themselves flexibility because I think that's that's valuable in this situation. And uh, regardless of of whatever the reason, I'm just glad that the Pac-12 is considering a, a path to proceed. I think that's a good thing. Well, as long as I, Jake, you know my position on this, as long as it can be done safely. Well, <laughs> daily testing should do it, I think. Well, if they can do it that way, I mean, you know. And partnering up with uh, the company that uh, provides it, that that, uh, that makes a statement in, its, in and of itself, doesn't it? Um, I suppose. I, I think. Or is that just a matter of them getting getting the services? <laughs> well, I, I think I don't I don't want to be extreme here, but I, I think there is some PR element to that where they they you know uh, we're looking to announce some good news, and it's good news. So, but I mean, the you know, they're they're not the only league or even close to sports entity that's partnering with this company. So, I mean, and this technology has been being tested with the NBA, right, for quite some time. And schools like SMU, and I'm trying to remember the other one, have been using it for months. Uh, But, I mean, yeah, it's good. It's good. It's great. As long as, but expect uh, breakdowns because it's going to happen, you know. It's just because these players are living in society and there there are going to be players who test positive which means there's going to be exposure to other players and and i'm not even saying that the players are necessarily out there being careless and just we and this can happen to any of us any of us could be exposed to this thing and if that happens then whoever we're exposed exposing ourselves to then those people are at risk so it's just part of playing football in a pandemic it's just the way it is. And uh, so don't expect, if the Pac-12 comes back, don't expect it to be, uh, you know, a bed of roses. It's going to be difficult, and there are going to be postponements and cancellations. It's just it's just the way it is. I wish it weren't that way, but it is. But you can mitigate a significant amount of risk with daily testing. I think you can mitigate a significant amount of risk with, with three times a week, like BYU. Their, their situation currently aside, I mean, yeah, that's... It's a lot. But, but, but that's my point, is that games are going to be canceled or postponed anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I, I agree with you. You know, we got to keep our feet here in reality to, to understand that setbacks are likely because it's tough, tough situation. I just I'll tell you, the, 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 the overlay of the carelessness that I see uh, in these pictures, and this is probably going on a lot of places, not just Utah County, but it seems as though it's, we, we keep seeing evidence of people being careless down there. 
And maybe they're that way around here, too. I I, I don't know. But come on, people. Can't we just be more careful? Is it really that difficult to wear a mask? Does part of the entrepreneur... Does part of the entrepreneur in you, though, uh, admire that uh, guy who created Young and Dumb? Because that dude is cleaning up. Jeez, oh, <laughs> that guy Just is d- making a lot of money. What what, what is he selling? Uh, Pop up parties, or at least uh, so as I can tell. What do you mean? What is he selling? I don't know. I, I don't. I'm not unfamiliar with that guy. Well, but, over uh, the weekend and, they they threw a, it's the, the company's called Young and Dumb, and they threw a party at a warehouse. And pro, these are that's where the pictures you're talking about came from. Yeah, yeah. I and, was unaware. I was unaware of the title. And but, and but he bu- just, he got uh, busted. Uh, uh, well, they got uh, what uh, the party got dispersed or whatever an hour into it. And yeah. let me guess how many refunds that dude gave. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, he's going to throw some, one next weekend and make a ton of money, I'm sure. I know some people who were considering uh, uh, going to that and decided against it. But uh, come on. Uh, harder than that. We're still in a pandemic. We're still in an, a time a frame where there be a second wave. There's no, I mean, I understand you want to see your friends. I understand you want to have fun. But just do it responsibly, man. It, it, you can do it. And then if everyone is responsible with their actions, then we can get through this quicker. The quicker we get through it, then the quicker we can go back to a more normal situation. Is my logic flawed here? Are you, is that that hard to understand? Party pooper. <laughs> Depends on how old you are, probably. I guess, I guess I'm not young and dumb. Nope. Well, nobody, you know, has. Sorry, do I have to apologize for that to all the young and dumb ones? Do you have to apologize for for this being is younger a, and dumber? You have to apologize for being a, a cranky uh, um, <laughs> person from there from an older generation. Yeah, I think you should apologize. Uh, Josh Newman is joining us coming up next. He covers the youths for the trip. We'll talk to him about this news and much more coming up next. 97.5 and twelve eighty the zone.